0: Abigail's, a women's outreach of Calvary Chapel Pearland. 2 Corinthians 5:17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So let's listen to God's word, where everyday lives transform, and where we can become the women God created us to be. righty, welcome back to another series of modern-day Abigails. Um, as y'all know, we usually get, you know, three, four, five, sometimes six. And That the last one you listened to, if you listened to the one about Five for Our Children, it ended a little odd because, well, we think the recorder just kind of went boop. It was of, done. It was done. <laughs> we weren't, but it, it, it was, was. Yeah, it was tired of us, so we don't know. I mean, so if you think it left off a little weird, that's why it left off a little weird. We thought about re-recording the end, but we're like, well, we're just kind of chit-chatting anyway, so what's the point? So we're back at a new one, and um, we, you know, we've been talking about doing what's right, not what's easy. And we're getting into relationship issues. I realized we started moving into the Lord had us moving into relationships, and so the first relationship we kind of went into was about children, which is kind of weird because you're probably thinking like that's kind of a, an odd, I'm not pattern, but you would think you would do a different kind of order. But I think um, we started with children because right now. That's all over the news. It's all over the news about they're fighting for our children, whether it's uh, transgenderism, trying to figure out what gender your child is. And, you know, and these children are going through a lot. So we kind of started with that because that was what was in the news at the time. I mean, you see it everywhere. Schools, the way how, you know, they're trying to I guess you've seen it too, Joanna. They're trying to make it no longer called pedophilia. They're trying to rename it. You know, I forgot what the name is, something I with a minor. That, yeah, they're trying to rename it from pedophilia. Disgusting. Yeah, it's some college professor who's oh. trying to say it's not pedophilia, <laughs> which means he is one. That's what I sat there. And I was thinking, I read that. I'm like, dude, you're just telling everybody that's what you are. But it said something, actuation with a minor, or something with a minor. So they're trying to make it where it's, I mean, why not? If you make homosexuality OK and you say that you're born that way, why would you and not the, be born a pedophilia? And why, if you allow uh, men in women's bathrooms, I mean, what's the next step? Exactly. And um, in fact, uh, I know somebody who lives in New Jersey and they were telling me they were really upset because um, they have somebody in their family who works for the prison system. And they're trying to figure out what to do because they're trying to let guys who claim to be women in the women's prison. And it would really bothered him. It really bothered him. And he, he felt bad for some the people involved. Well, what, guess what I've read in the news not too long ago? Two oh. women inmates got pregnant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the guys who claim to be women. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. How does that work? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well. So that's what we're seeing in the news. You know, so we started with the children because... We got to fight for our children. You know,
1: I'm just shaking my head. over yeah. here. you can't see it. No. But that's what's so happening. we
0: want to we so we have to keep praying. And I'm not saying everybody's parenting skills. If we tried to make it seem like it was easy. We know it's not easy. We know we, every child is different. Um, that's why jo- Joanna and I are actually talking about it today about evolution. And one of the among many things, the, the wrongness of evolution is because it teaches you that we're all exactly the same. We're not. Creation says you're uniquely made where evolution says everybody's the same. So one size fits all. No, when you're uniquely created, one size doesn't fit all. So every child is different at the way we handle it. But what doesn't change is God's standards, God's word. And what he said works, works. And I think what we tried to really press upon was prayer. So as we go into the next subject, marriage, marriage, We're going to see how praying is very important in marriage. And now we're not this episode, though. We're not going to talk about the good marriages. We're going to talk about the bad marriages, the failed marriages. I couldn't. We are actually having a discussion with some of the ladies. The chaotic mess. Yes. We (laughs) were talking about it with some of the other ladies that, you know, you pray, pray, and pray. And you always hear these stories about God restoring marriages. And we're like, yeah, not on this episode.
1: He didn't restore mine. He didn't restore restore yours. No,
0: No, no. Now, so where's I, that topic? Exactly. Do That's I re- today. <laughs> exactly. Do I regret him not restoring my marriage? Absolutely not. Abs- me either. Absolutely um,
1: not. I, uh, I did at the time, but you know, now that I'm flourishing and healthy mentally, and no,
0: I don't yeah. regret it. No, I have no. Lord knew what he was The doing. Lord
1: restored the years the locusts
0: have eaten. Right. And does the Lord hate divorce? Absolutely. Absolutely. But He also I said, hate divorce. I hate it too but he also said sometimes it's not the way sometimes we're going to go you know that way Moses got divorced you know um but he also takes it very seriously and it's not just for whatever purpose you want and Jesus had talked about that too and um uh telling the people you know because of the hardened hearts yeah divorce was there but that's not what god wanted so you can't, because at one time, if, you know, if the wife burnt the toast, you could divorce her because she didn't make your toast right. And Jesus said, no, that's not the way it goes.
1: That's ridiculous. Yeah, exactly.
0: He, he put in place, there are some times I need you to get away from each other. And a lot of times when you read the Bible, a lot of times when you do read the Bible, it shows it's usually through, um, uh, what's that word about when you're messing around with somebody else? infidelity okay (laughs) i couldn't remember i was gonna name a few there was another word i was thinking i'm like that's not the word anna (laughs) yeah um sexual immorality Mm -hmm. infidelity um it even says that if the if the unbeliever wants to depart let him depart, for Mm -hmm. he or she is out of bondage and the believer's at peace. That was my situation.
1: That was the verse that the Lord gave me when I was trying to not get divorced.
0: Yeah, and that's well, that's the verse the Lord gave me when I thought I had done something terribly wrong, and I had Matt Ray, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to ruin his whole life. I need to break up with him. And the Lord's like, could you go back and reread this again? Yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. Slow down. Exactly. Here's what I actually said. Yeah, exactly. And that's what he did. And I was laughing to myself because i had read that verse several times it never hit me until that moment i needed to hear that yeah and look at you now yeah exactly so why don't we go ahead okay joanna's going to lead this because she she has a great example of a marriage where she did try to make it i'm not saying she was perfect at it she made mistakes too um but she also showed where the lord taught her and she tried to make improvements and she was just married to a very difficult man very difficult. Um we want to tell, remind you we are not professionals. We are just sharing what the Lord has taught us. We're going to share with what the Lord says is in the Bible. We do not know individual not secrets. I guess that's a word. We don't know your individual situation, but we're going to try to give you tools to help you with the situation you're in. But remember, if you're in a abusive relationship, if you are in danger, You need to get out of there is is the best way you can, quick as possible. Get out of the, if you're in danger. And we talk about that. Yeah. You know, we don't, we're not encouraging anybody to stay with somebody who's abusive and dangerous. Um, I will share my, my first marriage testimony and, and I will share some of that where it was starting to escalate, but I, the Lord, um, he rescued me before it got worse. So do we want to pray first? Because we're certainly going to need it. We did some pre-praying. We're going to pray (laughs) again for y'all to hear.
1: Okay. Well, um, I'm going to pray real quick. Okay. But like basically, our,
0: our prayer before we got started was, Oh, Lord, please help. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we've actually, I've actually been at Anna's for about an hour
0: now. We and been we've been stalling, eating donuts and chatting and drinking wait, coffee. Wait. And let's go back on the donuts. They are special made donuts. They are just not. Off the market donuts. These are. Oh, we haven't had off the market donuts yeah. in so long that wasn't
1: even in my head. But no, yeah. we don't eat those. Yeah, i was like, have, Did y'all hear us talking about?
0: Y'all t- hear us talking about nutrition? And you're like, you're eating a donut? Yeah, okay, no, it's, 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 it has like two. It has three ingredients. It has flour, not flour, almond flour. Yeah. It has uh two eggs, and it has some allspice. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and a little <laughs> bit of monk fruit. Yeah. <laughs> That's, if that, and no, we
1: dipped it in our I dipped it in my coffee, and tea. she poured ghee on her. And so it in my coffee. Healthy donuts. They were yummy. Yeah.
0: All right. So let's go, go, <clears throat> go pray, Joanna.
1: Oh, Father, we just give this day to you, Lord. We just give this message um, straight up to you, Father. I'm asking that you speak through us. And for those who need to hear this very... Um difficult, difficult message, Lord. um uh, maybe they are in situations. I'm praying that it reaches their ears. I'm praying that you give them the strength and the bravery and um the um the out that they need to be able to um get to safety or do what they need to do, Lord, for their protection, and I'm just asking your blessing over it, and um no doubt. I can already feel that I'm going to be fumbling constantly. So Lord, just um, speak through us because this is what we need today. We need them to hear your words, your message, your voice, not ours. Ours is nothing. Yours is everything. We love you, Lord Jesus. And it's in your sweet name that we pray and give you all thanks and all glory. In Jesus name. Amen.
0: Amen. And you know how I always ask you an awkward question because it's fun. Oh my gosh.
1: It's my turn to speak, Anna. I don't have any awkward questions for you.
0: Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're going to, you're not going to know this, but I'm, I'm hoping to point it out. Oh, geez. When you're watching the ads today versus 10, 20 years ago, and it's a couple in the ads, what's something that we've noticed that's missing? Respect. For okay. One. That is one. What's something else? Wedding rings. Yes. You're
1: always pointing out, he's not wearing a wedding ring. Yeah. She's not wearing a wedding I ring. I've noticed that
0: more and more. Be- you know, And you know why? Because it's not important. Lack like a commitment. Yeah. And that's what we're going to talk about. That's what you're going to talk about today is being committed, even when it's hard. Because you don't see that commitment oh, yeah. anymore. And I, that's why I wanted to ask that question yeah. is because you're about to talk about being committed, even when it's hard. And we have to look at this one, ladies, as she's talking about it. What have I done to Jesus? How have I been non-committal to Jesus? How have I hurt Jesus yet? He still comes after me and stays with me.
1: Oh yeah, that is a good parallel to what we're going yes. to be talking about. Now let me clarify, um, being committed into a very dangerous situation when you're not married, which is what I was in several right. times before I was married, that is not the relationship we're talking about. Yeah, that's not a commitment. Yeah, not a commitment.
0: Yeah. When you're not married, it's not a commitment. And she is not saying stay. No, no, no. If you're she not is married, saying, run. Run. Yeah. I'm talking about those who are married. Yes.
1: Yes. And we are going to give you ladies tools because again, we do, we have both been divorced, but we absolutely, I never, ever, when I'm talking with a woman for, and I've been, I've been meeting with women since 2009 um, over abuse and addiction and abandonment and never once have I suggested divorce. Now they're sometimes already in it they are already in the proceedings of divorce and they try to stop it my my advice to them is very different but if it hasn't happened yet i am absolutely and so is anna anti divorce because the lord can do anything
0: yes but we are also going to talk about when the lord does not rescue the marriage how do you move forward yes yes are those in my notes i don't know but it's definitely in my notes awesome <laughs> Ish. I wrote this weeks ago, so I don't remember yeah. what else in here, but, but we're you about give, to learn. You give some good tools and then I will make sure I talk about how to move forward because it was very, it, you know, because when we get to it, you do have a lot of emotions. Half of you is happy and the other half of you is miserable. Oh, it's a roller coaster. And, and how do you... So confusing. Yeah, exactly. It was a very confusing time. Yeah. So how do you move forward when you're confused? Yeah, that
1: yes. So um, our podcast is, this one's probably going to be a good six podcast because it's long the tools are at the end we're going to give you all kinds of scenarios um, and chances are y'all are probably in one of them if you're anything like us but don't but it's not limited Uh, right okay absolutely so Okay. So here we go. So what we've been talking about is we're going to be hitting some hard subjects today. And again, this podcast is probably going to be about six podcasts. So um, but it's been one that's been really tough to put together and it's going to be just as tough to hear. So especially for those who have been through what we are about to discuss or are in the middle of what we are discussing. Okay. So we're going to, we're, um, we are going to talk about all, maybe not all, but most aspects of what it is like being in an abusive relationship or marriage. And unfortunately, Anna and I both, we do, like we've been talking about, we speak from experience. Anna's um, first marriage, not her one to Pastor Ray, and then my only marriage, I was only married once, um, but it was for almost 20 years. So Those are the examples that we are using today and i think that um Anna and i have probably told each other just about every bit of the aspects of our relationships the uh, the damaged ones um and so that's those are our examples today we are now actually going to share them with you we had while they're going on though we both kept what was going on secrets because it was very embarrassing very humiliating. So today we're letting that go and we are sharing with you. Um, and this is for those who need it. And if it's not you, maybe it's somebody you know.
0: Yeah. I was going to say is about that keeping it secret. A lot of times that's what the enemy wants. Absolutely. He wants you to keep it a secret. You can see this. Oh, you're humiliating. It's, you've done this. And what you find out later on is you're going to talk to women who go, oh, yeah, I've been through that. Oh, yeah, I went through that. Yeah. So the enemy wants to keep you separated yeah. by keeping a secret. The best thing for you to do is to open up to somebody you trust. Yeah. And, and go ahead and talk to them about it. So you can because it says bear one another's burdens helps uh, be be either be the listener and help bur- help the, somebody carry a burden or you help get somebody that you trust so that you don't have to carry it alone. Because what you're going to find out in the end, you're like, oh, that wasn't so bad after all. Why have I been holding this on? Why have I been carrying it? Because you're carrying it in a backpack, basically. You have a rock full, a bag full of rocks that you're carrying around. And when you talk about it to somebody, you can let go of that bag of rocks. And playing off of that is if you're the
1: person that you have decided to... go. Confide into. They may not have been in that situation, but there's a good chance that they know somebody who is. There are so many women who have talked to their friends who have not been in their situation, and then those particular friends have called me, and I have been able to talk to their friends for them because I was in that situation. So even if your friend Mm -hmm. doesn't know, same thing with Anna, the Lord sends women to Anna all the time. And so because we've been there, even though the friend that you may confide in, does not know the situation, they might know somebody who does. Right. And
0: I've been able to tell them, oh, I had a friend who went through that. Let me tell you what she told me. Uh, vice
1: versa. Yeah. You know, uh, the, you're going to see that Anna and I experienced a lot of the same things. Our, our um, outcome was very different. Um, and we'll talk about that. Right. So there are women that I can't help that I actually send to Anna and vice versa yes. because their situation fits the other yeah. person's. And that's okay. We can't help everybody, but maybe we know somebody who can. Yeah, and that's what that's about, sharing. Yeah. So, okay. So let's see here. Um, What we wanted to say is that uh, we wanted to talk about this particular subject because during this time and even after it ends or after you flee or after you're out of it, there feels like there's no hope and there's no way out. And we are here to tell you that there is, there is a way out. There is help. There is hope. And we are going to give you some encouragement and some tools Mm -hmm. for this very thing. The Lord gave us both tools to thrive and survive and get healed. And and we're going to pass these tools on to y'all. I pass these tools on all the time. I have a toolbox, and I, and that's what I call it. I call it my yes. toolbox because that's what the Lord gave me. He gave me some tools, and we pass them on. Okay, so we just wanted you gals to know that we just love you so much, and we just want to help, and we're going to tell you some things um, that happened to us and things that we went through so that you know that we understand and we are truly all in this together. We get it. We get yes, you. Yes, and, and if
0: you're sitting there thinking, hey, you never met me. How, do you, how can you say you love me if you never met me? Because Jesus, because, because God loved us first, we can love and we can love everybody. And we do. Even if you haven't met you, we can still love you. We love you, gals. We have a heart for you. We pray over yeah, you. Yeah, we do. Even if we don't know you personally. We yeah, we don't know your name. Now, if you send us an email, modern day Abigail's at, g- at gmail. gmail.com, if you send us an email, we'll, we'll pray. We'll type you out a prayer. And we will pray for you. Absolutely. And um, okay. So we wanted to
1: show you that we understand your pain and helplessness and suffering. And um, again, Jesus gave us some tools and we're going to pass those on to you. So um, we thought, so we always like to include a woman. In our uh, podcast, and this is who we base our stuff off of, so we thought that the perfect girl to use this time was our very own Abigail. We've talked about her before in uh, great detail. One of our very first, it was our very first podcast.
0: We weren't really um, prepared for that. Absolutely but we made it not. Work. Don't judge us if you go <laughs> we, and listen to it. Yeah, if you do listen to it, we want to let you know ahead of time. We oh, were geez. actually intending to go a different direction, but it kept failing so bad. <laughs> That we, we were just like, we were, we just scrapped it all. I was like let's just start with Abigail. Let's just start talking because we knew her, and yes. so we're
1: like, okay. But even then, it still went all bad.
0: No, it wasn't bad, but it oh, was. Uh, if I you want to have a good laugh, go ahead and listen. Yeah, I, I don't know that I've listened to it. I haven't. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but it wasn't horrible. It's just that you can you can definitely tell that it's our hey, first. <laughs> they've, been pr- they, they've been playing detention and improving.
1: <laughs> oh gosh, so. Um, The things that we're going to talk about her today, we're going to use her as as a different example. We're not going to go through her entire detailed life. We're actually going to just talk about... Were a behind the scenes life that we speculate she had, and we say speculate because the scriptures don't actually say what happened. But since we've been through it, we have a pretty good idea. And context clues, context clues, 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 and that's where our own personal testimonies come in as examples. So what we will read about Abigail is that she was married to a really, really harsh man, and he treated her like a pile of poo. He didn't care. Who you were, he was rude and hateful and arrogant to everyone. He was manipulative and condescending. And some of you were or are with men just like this. What did we see in them, you ask? Why would we ever get involved with someone like this, you say? All good questions. For Abigail, it was probably an arranged marriage. For the rest of us, it was probably voluntary. Yep was for me and some of us jump headfirst into our messes and some of us get out and some of us don't.
0: And that's why we talk about red flags because, you know, if you don't know what red flags look for, you just uh, You know what my biggest problem was? And I will tell this in my testimony. It was very easy for me to believe who Jesus was. It just it was very easy. So in my mind, it was easy for everybody. Oh, I'll just tell them about Jesus. That'll be fine. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's not how that works. No, apparently it does not <laughs> work that now, way. Did, did
1: that work out? No, no it, it did it not. <laughs> so apparently. That's, I am not laughing at your situation, girl. <laughs> you should. Sure because was, you. it was so ignorant.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, you know, I am just want to tell you all grades and um, does not necessarily represent logic and common sense. Oh, not at all. Books are easy. You just follow the book.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: goodness. Life is not so easy. Not at all.
1: Okay. So, um, what we've learned from our, from experience is that abusers are really, really good at their abuser job. They love it. They thrive on it. They have perfected it. And what we want to tell you is not to beat yourself up if this is or was you. Cause my abusers. Yes, there was more than one. I was a magnet for abusive men. They prey on vulnerable, messed up people just like us. They are charming and wonderful and perfect until they aren't. And Mm -hmm. by that time, you are knee deep in a mess you can't get out of. Fear. We're going to talk a lot about fear. Oh, we are. And maybe you're alone. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's nowhere else to go. Right. Right. Maybe you're too humiliated to ask for help or too fearful to ask for help. Maybe you have no money, no job. Maybe you're in a strange city. No one can. There's no one to help. There's no one or nowhere to turn. You are utterly alone in a situation that has turned your world upside down in the worst way. We are about to talk about some messed up stuff that no one talks about, but that a lot of hurting people need to know and need to hear. And I have no doubt that some of the women listening have been in this exact same situation. Did you a, raise your hand? Yeah, I was going
0: to give an example. You over there. Yeah, yeah, with a cute coffee thank shirt. You. Um, before uh, Miss Sandy found it and gave it oh, to I me. Oh, I love it. <laughs> if you're wondering, it says, I'm all... All I need is more coffee and more donuts. And, and it's it, written in crayon colors. Yes. Today was the it's day. It's adorable. But, oh, and the coffee
1: glitters. I, thank you, Sandy. Oh, it does. It You're, certainly does. The first Sandy. thing I noticed when I walked in the door.
0: <laughs> but I am want to give an example of how you can get So I was reading a story, um, a few, oh, I can't remember. And it was a lady who had gotten out of sex trafficking because she had met a guy, seemed real nice, and she had a young daughter. So um, he, decided hey one, invited her to move in with him they had a good relationship so she moved in with him and then he basically took her daughter and said you're going to do what I say or I'm going to kill your daughter simple as that nice and she was Stand in up guy. yeah and she was in um she was sex trafficked for I forgot how long before she was able to make her escape with her daughter but that is some that's what reason we tell y'all don't hook up don't move in get to know these people before you do anything get to know their families you can tell a lot by a person by meeting their family. I'm not saying you should always make a hundred percent judgment because you can be. Uh, my family's crazy. Please don't judge me. <laughs> but say there are people who are different and and they're not like their family, but you can oh, still tell a love lot of my family. Yeah. In case y'all listen, yeah. I mean, like I said, I told you that story with my son. You know, I got to know the family, seemed like great people. They made me promises. We'll never leave the kids alone by themselves if he comes over, blah, blah, blah. They lied to me. Absolutely. And by the time I found out, I wanted to go smack somebody. My son's looking at me. He goes, Mom, you can't do that. Like, why not? Well, one, Mom, Jesus wouldn't like it. I said, are you sure? And two, that was years ago. You can't do anything about it. Fine. <laughs> there's a family out there who has needs to thank my son for me not coming after them as a mama bear.
1: Yes, yes.
0: But anyway, I just want to let you know that that does happen, and that's why we're trying to give you good tools ahead of time. So if you're you're not married, or if you're we could we could, even if you're not married, this is still applicable to you because we're going to help you see it before you get married, so you don't get into that situation.
1: Make better decisions than we did. Yeah, make, please make, listen. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah, don't
0: make decisions I made. Or oh, girl, me either.
1: I admit, no, it just, it didn't go well. Okay. Again, before we get into Abigail and her messed up marriage, we want to say it again and again. If this or was you, things might be a mess, but they do not have to stay that way. You do have options, even if you think you don't. There is a way out. The Lord always gives us a way out. We're going to talk about that later on. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's start with a little bit about Abigail. Um, Her story starts in 1 Samuel 26, and we're going to start on verse 2. Again, we're not reading the whole Abigail story. We're just going to touch on the details that pertain to this particular um, topic okay first samuel uh twenty six two now there was a man in Maon whose business was in Carmel, and the man was very rich. He had three thousand sheep and three thousand goats, and he was shearing in his sheep in Carmel. The name of the man was Nabal, and the name of his wife was Abigail, and she was a woman of good understanding and beautiful appearance, but the man was harsh. And evil in his doings, he was of the house of Cable, C- Caleb. Caleb, Cable,
0: Cable. Caleb, Caleb. Yeah. Uh, gotcha. one, of those,
1: one of those C words. Okay, so already in this fir- first paragraph, it starts out by telling us what a gem of a guy he was. He was rich, harsh, and evil. And by name, his name, by the way, actually means full. We're not sure at this point if it was a mother given name or a character given name, but it suited him well. Probably,
0: probably not. <laughs> probably the not interesting what? thing about Caleb, I just I don't I don't know if you <laughs> talked about this, but Caleb was a Gentile. I did not. I don't talk about it. Okay, cause so so Caleb's family is a, a Gentile, and the reason that this is important is that when they were in battle, Caleb asked for a blessing too, and he got all this land because he helped Joshua the Jew go in and take the promised land. So anyway, I just thought that was interesting. That means this guy should know this guy knows better. That's what I'm saying. He, he certainly knows does.
1: He certainly does. He came from a, um, a, a very, very good family. Good family. And, you know, but sometimes there's one.
0: Oh yeah, there's always yes, yeah. there, there sometimes is. Sometimes there's one. And I doubt the mom looked at her child and said he's such a fool already. Probably that is, we don't actually get to know his real name because he was such an idiot that we don't even get to know his real name. Mama probably didn't want anybody to know. Thank you for letting us share our tools to become the women God created us to be. If we encourage you today, visit us at moderndayabigails.com. Remember, you are loved, cherished, and prayed over.